0: That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you. If you play Magic the Gathering, whether you too are wondering why there have been no alchemy adjustments (laughs) as of yet, or you're just like, hey, man, I'm having a real good time. And Commander, we are here for you. I'm one of
1: your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your
0: hosts, Megan.
1: And on today's show, speaking of alchemy, we've been playing it and we want to talk about it. That's right. The arena
0: qualifier weekend just happened and there are a whole bunch of deck lists that people used to qualify for the upcoming Kamigawa Neon Dynasty Set Championship.
1: And speaking of that set championship, the main format of that championship has just been announced and it's going to be alchemy. It's going to be alchemy and historic. Wow, that's wild. And yeah. the top eight's going to be alchemy. So we're going to be living in an alchemistic world here. Coming at you. For real. And even though we're awaiting some potential nerfs or power power ups i don't yeah. know <laughs> that's never happened in magic before <laughs> like i'm like Bo- boosts boosts what do we call it uh in alchemy whatever happens uh we still have some main decks that will be hanging around yeah. and who knows when they're going to make that announcement so no one knows no one knows we're going to talk about nobody knows <laughs> top decks in the format what we've been playing what we've been vibing with what we hope will be adjusted yes exactly A down i just want to be clear adjusted down
0: we have some really strong thoughts on adjusting things down. down that's where
1: we're at uh we're also going to talk about neon dynasty of course because previews start this thursday wow the set is almost here releases on arena on the 10th of february our preview card is coming out next um good luck high five so that'll be on the first Mm -hmm. so keep your eyes peeled for that i hate that saying why did i say it It's so gross. Keep your eyes peeled. Yes. (laughs) It's horrifying. Do you think that every time you open
0: your eyes in the morning that you are peeling your eyes? (laughs) Like you
1: peel the skin off a grape. That's what I think.
0: Every time you blink, you're peeling your eyes. no, I'm
1: not. No, I'm not. There you go. It's the worst saying in the English language. (laughs) Uh, keep an eye out Uh, that also sounds painful to eyes what the heck Um, but our preview card's coming out on the first a bunch of creators are releasing their preview cards the preview card schedule is on dailymtg.com if you want to keep up on when and where those previews are going to be posted but we're going to round out our backstory of Kamigawa
0: yes we are we're going to talk about the rest of the little snippets of history story that have been dropped with those gorgeous like long vertical arts that probably go on Sagas, yeah. Uh, we're going to yeah take a little take a little bit of a farther dive into that and talk about Mark Rosewater's little like teasers yes. about what's coming in the set with some specifics.
1: Yeah, he gave us some really cool specifics, so we're gonna go over that and what we think he might be alluding to with his teasers from his blog atog. And if you happen to hear a little tink 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 in the background, I was, gonna, I was about to say, also <laughs> joining us today is
0: our radiator. Yeah. Man- making quite a bit of noise <laughs> it's quite cold here
1: yeah, that's just think of it as ghost toast you know yeah. piping up for just, the first time yeah, piping out there.
0: Up? oh swish i don't understand why you <laughs> Cause were because it's, s- it's a pipe the radiator oh <laughs> I thought you were on purpose uh, making that pun but you're uh, saying oh ghost house this is like piping up yeah <laughs> and I was like you're just saying piping because it's making a pipe noise no
1: my brain was oh. there about 10 seconds after my mouth which is generally how it works <laughs> but before we start the show today we want to say thank you to everyone who makes this show literally happen by being a patron over on patreon.com slash glhf magic
0: yes thank you
1: specifically to Matt, Sander, Jeff,
0: and Rebecca, Yay! our four new patrons since last week. Thank you so, so very much. And to everyone who has already become a patron in the past, it really does keep this show on its two tiny little legs. <laughs> <laughs> All right? I'm it's imagining- a big show and it's just got two little <laughs> legs, but you're keeping those legs going.
1: I'm imagining like Golgari long legs type legs, like oh, very yeah. spidery.
0: I was imagining like um, like Barbie legs. <laughs> Hey, I like that. Like Barbie legs and then like a collage of just everything that is good luck, high five. Oh, that's kind of cool. We should make
1: that art. (laughs) Anyways, you keep those legs going. Yes, you do. Patreon.com slash GLHF magic. Get a bunch of cool benefits. Access to our Discord. Access to our February movie night. Access to our good luck, high five tournaments. Etc., etc. Thank you as well to Card Kingdom. You can check them out on the internet. It's uh, cardkingdom.com slash glhf. That's our affiliate link to use to buy anything you need for your magical life. Yeah, they are just an
0: excellent sponsor. Uh, We appreciate them so, so much. And they are just a great place to go Valentine's Day shopping, maybe? Absolutely. Wondering what to get for the magic player in your life for Valentine's Day? If you're like, I can't get them flowers or chocolate, that's so overdone. Okay, you can always get a person chocolate. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and jump right in there and say that there isn't an inappropriate okay, time. Okay, I just had an idea. I had an idea. To get a person
1: chocolate. What if you get them a deck box and you fill it with chocolate? Oh
0: my god! That sounds pretty good, does That sounds it? pretty good. We're, we're talking wrapped chocolates yes. and not fondue. <laughs> but, <laughs> or, that's or an idea. just go for it. Deck box fondue. <laughs> <laughs> Card Kingdom, Deck box Fondue. You're welcome.
1: <laughs> I just, I don't want to know what chemicals are leaching into my chocolate there. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, it would be cool though. <laughs> it would be cool and also don't eat it. And also don't eat
0: it. Also don't eat it. All right. But before we get started, it is time for the Scryfall Randomizer. Yay! Hey. I have pulled up a card for you. Okay. Tell us what you see.
1: <laughs> what is this? Okay, this is very monochromatic as far as most of the art goes. We've got a flying kind of dragon beast situation. Somebody is riding this dragon beast. It looks like a merfolk or a gorgon. I'm not sure. Um, the beast has like five blue flags coming off of them, embedded in their back. I don't know. But the person riding this beast has a giant spear, and they're floating over a city that has a building that's like a dragon's claw tower. Yeah. Which is really cool. What the heck is this card? All right. All right. I will tell you the name. Give, all right. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. Skyhunter Prowler. I was going to say it was something Sky. Sky yep. Hunter Prowler. So this is a flyer. This is a white flyer. It's a 2-3 um, for four mana. And uh, for one in a white, it gets lively. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You are remarkably close. Woo! Yes. All right. Skyhunter Prowler
0: is originally from Fifth Dawn. Oh, my gosh. Um, it was reprinted at both the ninth and 10th edition. Uh, it is two in a white for a 1-3 flying vigilance. The oh, end. Okay. <laughs> the end. Whoa, what a pooper of a card. It is, of all
1: things, a cat night. Oh, that's a cat. There is no way that's yeah, a cat. That art look does, at that art.
0: No, that art doesn't look like a cat.
1: They must have been like, we need some more cats in this set because.
0: It 100% is a fish. That is I a fi- swear. This is a fish person. It is
1: absolutely a fish person. When I said it was a merfolk, I was right. They changed it, they retconned like, it. Like, look at the fish that mouth. Is a there's fish. a fish mouth, Their there's a fish eyes. It's wearing like a fish bra. <laughs> it's fish yeah okay all right well who knows what happens? we're exposing the secrets of magic the gathering here on good luck high five isn't even a cat oh okay you've seen this card before megan oh very recently in fact so recently can you remember it wow Oh,
0: okay. Yes, this is obviously a vamp of some kind. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, what we're seeing here is a is like a very is like a person standing on a staircase. This might be Anya Falkenrath. Um, it looks like it could potentially be her. Um, she's got one very bloody hand <laughs> that it looks like she's about to like lick her own hand because it's so bloody. It looks appetizing to her. Uh huh. And there's like a very angry ghost behind her. Yes. Um, And
1: she's wearing an excellent coat. A really nice coat. Yeah. Great description. That is 100% wow. what I'm is happening. Wow, I'm trying to remember what this card is. Yes, indeed. This is Anya Falconrath. It is Anya Falconrath? Yes, you nailed it. Wow. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to get it, but you did. Is it? It's the one from... Her commander, yes, set, very right? good, very good. Yep, this is from her commander yeah. 2019 set I remember, I believe that she just cost black red.
0: Close, it's one black red, one black red. Yeah, all right. I don't, I have no idea what she did. Okay, but one black red. I'll <laughs> yeah. say one black red for like she's like a little creature, I want to say like a two, two or something like that, like a one, two, even a one, two or a two, two. Um, did she just be with tokens?
1: Well, she had to do something cool because she's a commander. Because right? she is a
0: commander, yeah. Um, I'm gonna say that she had an ability where you could pay black, red, and tap, and make a copy of a token you control.
1: That's tap. a good guess. Okay, so she's a one three, so very close. Okay, yeah. She has haste, uh, which is important for her next ability: tap, discard yes. a card, draw a card. Okay, yeah. She's the Madness Commander. Oh,
0: duh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever madness. you discard
1: a card, if it has Madness, untap Anya Falconrath flavor text we all hide a little madness behind our suffi- f- f- sophistication do we not Ooh! wow well, i'm very proud that yeah, i called that this that was, was really specifically good specifically
0: on your falcon wrath in the art <laughs> you knew
1: it was also from the commander set that's pretty good yeah because we don't often get that and no. slash we never gotten that on the randomizer yet no wow yeah very cool. that art is sweet <laughs> Let's kick off the show talking about everybody's favorite new format of Magic the Gathering, Alchemy! <laughs> wow, Maria. You really could almost say that with a straight face. <laughs> I mean, it is the newest format of the Magic the Gathering. format. So therefore, it is everyone's favorite because... New format. It is the new format. I actually happen to quite like Alchemy. Um, I have been enjoying it, to be fair. Yeah, and... I, I do like it. I do
0: like it better than standard right now. Yeah,
1: standard right now. I mean... Look, we all knew we had the championship. It was like, this is what's going on. Yeah. Nothing has changed. So standard feels like big and clunky and just like dinosaur situation, dinosaur
0: situation. And alchemy is like a little weasel. Okay. Smooth. (laughs) It's streamlined. It knows where
1: it's going. Alchemy is the weasel. Of Magic: The Gathering formats. Hello, I'd like a pet. What kind of pet are you interested in? I need it to be smooth, <laughs> streamlined, and I need it to know where it's going. Okay. Mm.
0: Let, let us show you to our ferret section.
1: <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah. I think some people are kind of, you know, I think the market is split here on alchemy because some people are like, oh, these decks... Um, some of them are really oppressive and really good. And I was hoping to see more stuff, but other people are like, no, I feel like it's diverse enough and that we're getting different kinds of decks than we've seen in standard, mm-hmm. um, which is the case for a lot of these. Um, and hopefully we can be a little bit more proactive with adjustments to cards and alchemy. Like we said, we don't know when that's going to happen. Um, but they said it would be after the, you know, the weekend qualifier tournament, which just happened this past weekend. So Megan and I are here, like, come on, let's go. It's Monday. Like, okay. It's <laughs> mo- exactly. That's how I feel, right? Like, it's Monday. Yeah, let's go. Where's the fan? We yeah. know you've been thinking. Where's the adjustment? We know you've been thinking about it. And if they can be a little bit more fast and flexible with these, I think that'll put Alchemy in an even better place than it is right now.
0: I want to hear about how you're going to kill Inquisitor again. <laughs>
1: Okay, well let's have I our get let's get put really some ideas specific. on the table. Okay, make let's make some predictions. Okay. We're recording this Monday, okay? So if it's yes. if this happens later Monday or on Tuesday, we, we did not know. Yeah. Let's make some predictions. What do we want changed? And In- what how will it change? Inquisitor captain costs five mana. That is the problem with Inquisitor Captain, everybody. Is when you Inquisitor Captain, Inquisitor Captain inquisitor captain inquisitor captain. captain which has happened to me yeah I mean because of the uh, because you can copy inquisitor captain by adding blue into these black white decks or whatever yeah um, you get a chain of them that is just impossible it's impossible to beat when they chain like that yeah so um, and it just feels kind of unfun so what are we gonna do about this card? <laughs> I say five
0: mana. If you cast this, you cast it at four. I'm big mad. If you cast it at five, I'm like fine.
1: I don't know. I just I just don't want to have have it happen more than once. That's all I care about. Okay, And I don't know how to fix that. <laughs> yeah, maybe our radiator can help us out. Hey, with radiator, this one. <laughs> what do you think? Ping, 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 ping. Wow, I just wow. I just what don't you, know. What if you one, seek one
0: card? You seek... but Okay, so you can only seek one and you put it into play. Yeah.
1: I don't think... Instead I of still, choosing two. Correct.
0: Or instead of looking at two, looking choosing, into choosing one. 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 Yeah, okay. Because then you're just less likely to hit it.
1: Yeah. So it happens
0: less often. Yeah.
1: Okay. That's a, that. that's a thought I have about that card. Yeah. um, So that's maybe a card... Maybe it's bad and maybe it's good. Right. I mean, they're all going to be at least fine. <laughs> But a lot of times, you know, you'll get Inquisitor Captain, you're like, oh, either both of these cards are not the one that I wanted in this situation. I wanted to be able to do that. When someone
0: plays like a Jasper Sentinel, and then by turn three, they cast Inquisitor Captain, and you're like, no.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No. No. Okay. What what other card do you want to see nerfed? Um, okay. I something, okay, I can't believe
0: I'm saying this, but something out of the control deck needs to be nerfed. (gasps) Oh,
1: Okay, we're gonna get to deck lists in a minute, but first we're gonna start off with cards out of noise. So yeah, are yeah. you talking about the six mana draw three?
0: Um, I I could be yes. Like I would accept that being nerfed. Yep. Um, where what's its name? What's its stupid name? Discover the formula. Discover the formula. This card is busted.
1: This card is very, very good. It's four blue blues. Seek three non-line cards. Uh then. La, 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 la. the nylon cards in your hand perpetually gain, quote, this cost spell costs one less to cast. So and it's an instant. It's an instant. Make it a sorcery. Okay. Well, I, I mean, yeah, that helps. It's just like... Big time. You're definitely not going to hit lands, which is... Yeah, that's really rough. And then everything is cheaper in your hand. It's like once somebody has discovered the formula, you're like, I don't. Yes, you can't win. You feel like you can't win the game. Yes, exactly. Which is kind of absurd when we're talking about a six mana instant. Like that is what wins the game. But it does. It does. And you know what? I loved Sphinx's Revelation, but sometimes you hit a bunch of lands.
0: Yeah. And that's the trade off. And what if you cast Sphinx's Revelation and every time it was only spells? Oof that's rough it was all spells all day yeah or I would also I would also in lieu of that accept some kind of nerf to Lear disciple of the drown
1: <laughs> because nothing means yeah. game
0: over more than your opponent playing a Lear yeah
1: if you can't kill a Lear you're you're, you're just
0: done for you're done and um, a lot of the red removal right now doesn't hit this there's lots um, that does but are there's some that does. But there is lots that does not.
1: What do you want to do? Put this on three toughness.
0: Oh, I would. Yeah, make it a three-three. Hmm. Okay.
1: Okay. I, mean, I think
0: three-four is too tough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> One too tough. Yes, as it were. One too tough. Um. Yeah. Uh. Lear disciple of the drowned. Very, very, very powerful card. Yeah. Um. What do you feel about key to the city? You think anything needs to be done with key to the city? You mean key to the archive? Key to the archive. Sorry. No. Four mana. Get yourself whatever you need in a situation. But it's draw
0: discard, and you only get to you only get to select like you get to pick
1: one thing out of three. That's true, and it's vulnerable to stuff that removes artifacts. Artifacts. Yeah, key to the city I find highly annoying because of the fact that it ramps for two. I think is my biggest beef with it. Yeah, but you know maybe maybe it's fine. It might just be fine if we if we tinker with all of this other stuff. Yeah, so. That's a thought I have about that. It does
0: cost four and come into play tapped. Correct. Like, my, into these play are kind of my goodness. things. Like I have, I'm not as mad when they play that. I'm like, this is annoying, but it feels like a normal tool in the arsenal of control decks. Whereas, it's a very
1: good tool. You're getting a spell that's going to be relevant, ramping yourself too mad. But you don't know that it's going to be relevant because you're drafting something out of its spellbook. I know. Right? They're just, they're just pretty
0: good. They are pretty good. <laughs> um i'm saying but it's not for me it's not fundamentally messing with the game in the way that leer and discover the formula are yeah Key to the city or key to the archive you did your job you got to four mana you played this (laughs) artifact sorcery speed you're not going to do anything else that turn it's already tapped right your opponent has the has the chance on their turn to do something really busted in return because you've tapped out for this yes and, and at this point right are it's the difference between 5 mana on their next turn versus 7 which like is right it's versus already a lot of mana for horror and that's true <laughs> but but yes right it just feels yeah. to me more like a classic control toolbox piece as opposed to
1: discover the formula and Lear, which are just really broken uh do you have any other cards you would like to submit to the chopping block ooh um hmm do you have anything that comes to mind? Those are my those are my main ones. We have Inquisitor Captain, and then discover s- the formula, and then
0: something out of yeah.
1: Blue, probably
0: discover the formula. Yes, yep. Although I would, like I said, also accept making Lira three three, just so that you can freaking maybe kill it. <laughs> just maybe. I just
1: want a chance.
0: I just want, in theory, the opportunity. I
1: love killing Lear. It's so great. Because uh, normally they think they've won one safe cast earlier. And then if you're yeah. able to kill it, you're like. But you know what? <laughs> At four toughness, it's really hard. <laughs> it is harder than it should be. Let's yeah. put it that way. Um, how about Town Razor Tyrant? I'll okay. put that on the table. That card sucks big time <laughs> and I hate it. <laughs> No, it's a, that's that card makes me quite mad. Ooh, I think we hit a nerve, everybody. <laughs> yeah, Town Riser Tyrant is extremely good. This is a four-four yes. four dragon that, when it comes in, you can put its effect on. What, what am I say? Yes. Choose a land your opponent controls, and that land's going to deal two to them on their upkeep unless they sacrifice it. And it is the fact that it doesn't. It doesn't matter if they're. They can choose a basic. Yes,
0: they can. You can be a person who's playing by the rules and only
1: using (laughs) basics. Using basics is what's playing by the rules. Anybody who uses a duel is not uh, playing by the rules. (laughs) Magic cheater. Cheating big time. <laughs> uh, I yeah. like that definition. Um, yeah, Town Riser tyrant. I think the main issue that I have with this card is the fact that it's in this dragon's deck, or you know, sometimes werewolves plays it. Yeah. But if it's being played with the dragon whelp,
0: um, they can play
1: it on three. They can play and then it on you three.
0: Really want to stab someone, and that's like they played ooh. a four four that's hitting your land. Yeah, yeah. It, okay, I agree.
1: So your nerf idea is this can only hit non basics. That's my there. There's my. Yeah, proposal. I think that's totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's going to hit it most of the time anyway. Because most of the time you have them. Yes. But it does
0: just feel especially insulting when it's like <laughs> your basic forest. <laughs> and I'm like, it's a
1: basic forest. <laughs> It's not supposed to do anything wrong. Well, it's also weird because most effects in Magic don't have anything to do with basic lands. Yes,
0: exactly. It's non basics. Even no Blood touchy. Moon, yeah, the greatest hater of all haters, <laughs> the greatest hater of all time, Blood Moon, the biggest hater. Look, you yeah, try and you're trying to tell right. me that Blood Moon isn't the biggest hater out there, okay? Blood Moon's a huge hater. <laughs> Blood Moon is a really big hater. Never text I Blood th- Moon if you need advice. So <laughs> no, it. It does not, even it knows better than to touch basics. (laughs) It's like, no, I'm a big hater, but I'm not that big a hater. (laughs) And the Boggles player is like, might have one plane somewhere yeah this Beep. is very true i mean that is everybody in modern yes. is like well time to go find my one Scoop. basic land
1: <laughs> yeah so that's an aggressive card i think yeah. could use a little bit of a ding on the head with a hammer agreed um but i don't have a problem i don't think with many of these other ones no. like i'm biased but um, uh, that's kind of how I feel about it. Yeah. I would say town, yeah, town raiser tyrant was like a good ad. Yeah. It really makes me quite angry. I can't think of anything that I'm like, I think it would takes a lot more brain power. <laughs> galaxy brain to be able to say what you want a card to be improved. You know? Yeah. Saying what you think should be nerfed is a lot easier than saying what you think should be better.
0: Okay. Um, is there something in, is, speaking of a deck that has been good, but not great. Sure necessarily, Um, Orzov. Yeah. There's been a lot of Orzov running around, but, right, it never feels like... I don't know if you feel this, but when it comes up as your match in an alchemy game, like, your opponent, like, plays blue-white or black-white spells, and you're like, oh, fine, great. This is nice. (laughs) It's, like,
1: almost good enough, but not quite good enough, so maybe it's a perfect contender. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, is there Mm. something in this that we could look at and say, well... Is there a change that we could make here? Well, the cards from Alchemy this deck is playing are cards like Cursebound Witch. Yep. Uh, which I think is a fine card the way it stands. The yep. one, two that drafts from the spell book when it dies. Yep, absolutely fine. City Stalker Connoisseur. This card is cool. This card is very cool. Making your opponent discard the most expensive spell in their hand. Yep,
0: I like it. Quite and it has a bit. Death
1: Touch. Yeah. Um, perhaps that card's not quite good enough. I really like it, but. Yeah, could we make City Stalker Connoisseur? Three mana. Ooh.
0: Two and a black for a 3-3 three, three Death's Touch. It makes
1: them discard their most expensive spell. I like that. Is like, that too good? Probably I not. I don't think so. Not when I'm thinking about cards like Inquisitor Captain. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Which well, right, that's there, what I'm but, saying. Yeah. I mean, hey. Or the other thing that I could see cha- making
0: a change to is Sanguine Brushstroke. What about, what about it? Again, what if you took off
1: w- one mana? What if this was a <sighs> two mana spell? Yikes. I think that would be too good, but... A sanguine Brushstroke. I love this card. It's a it's a really cool card. I really like it. Yeah, this one um, digs them when it's you black. sacrifice what if, blood. Tokens. You only
0: what if you cut the colorless though, and it is still black black.
1: Oh, that's a little bit better. Yeah. Right? Right? Um, I yeah, I don't know. I think you're playing with a little bit of fire because <laughs> I'm I'm imagining everybody playing this deck and mirror matches and yeah. whatever, but you know, maybe it would be fine. Maybe it would be fine. Exactly. Like, does it make it good enough that what you end up with is a bunch of mirror matches? I don't necessarily think so. It's, it's really fun to stack this card Um, Which also creates you a blood artist that dings the opponent when your creatures die. So not only are they taking damage when they kill your stuff, penalized for doing that, but also penalized when you sacrifice blood tokens. So if you have multiple of these in play, I played a deck where the whole point of the deck was to kill people with Sanguine Brushstoke, which was very cool.
0: Yeah. Okay. What about Rakdos? Okay. Because Rakdos is another deck. Yes. That it's been it's been kind of like dancing around but again i feel like it comes up if i'm playing against it i'm like nice yeah it's just don't feel i don't feel afraid because red green is just so much bigger
1: yes red green is the best aggressive deck in the format right now the werewolves deck um which uh frank karsten played this past weekend in the qualifier weekend so i'll throw his deck list up on the video version of this podcast Mm -hmm. um if you're interested you can find it on twitter um yeah, but I, you know me, I would personally wish for an aggressive Rakdos deck to be on the same tier as the Werewolf <laughs> deck, so we don't just have that of one option. Of course
0: you would. No,
1: Rakdos midrange is a deck people have been playing. Um, a few people um, made the qualification Weekend. Requirement. What am I trying to say? They made the Neon Dynasty Championship with this deck. Yeah. Um, and various kinds of forms of it, which are playing, st- you're still playing Bloodthirsty Adversary, um, mm-hmm. which is kind of the core card of this deck, which is yeah. a 2 2 with haste. That if you pay three ma- extra mana, you can flash back something from your graveyard, to spell. Cool. which is very cool. Um, And then you are playing just like value creatures once again, like Town Raiser Tyrant, Sydney Stalker Connoisseur that we mentioned before, Graveyard Trespasser, Rahilda, who's my personal favorite, (laughs) gets played in the werewolves deck as well. Rahilda's pretty cool. I love her. She's number one in my book. Um, But we're still not like going all in on aggro vampires here. And again... Like, even this deck, so its problem here is that, like, in red-green, you have Tovalar and Werewolf
0: Pack Leader to draw you cards. And this, even though it has, like, some, some good creatures and it does have a lot of removal, it can't fight that battle. Of If you get hit once or twice with a Tovalar or yeah. other
1: werewolves, yeah.
0: they've already outcarded you. And it's like, okay, you can have all the removal in the world, but if you can't keep up one for one.
1: Yeah. It, it, not only have they outcarded you, they've outcreatured you too, because the creatures are better. Yeah. So, so blood tokens can't yeah. keep up with just drawing cards n- natively. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's true. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. It does have Florian, and Sion. I do like
0: this in the matchup because it's a first strike three, three. I love Florian. Which is quite good. Yeah. Um, does some good work, but yeah, again, it's just like, it's not, Mm. it's not quite what
1: you need. I feel like it wants the two, one flyer, um, to be slightly better, but that's not an alchemy card. I guess we could mess with it in alchemy, but I don't know if they've ever said they would do that. Yeah. I suppose they did mess with cards that weren't alchemy prior to alchemy. Yes. So there is somewhat of a standard for it. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish we could have an aggressive uh Rakdos deck. I've i I've only wanted it for the past ten years. <laughs> <laughs> Maria always wants uh, one. I know. Yeah. I mean this does look like a good deck. Should try it out. Yeah. So this deck, this deck list once again on the video version, uh, we'll put a link to all of these in the show notes as well. Uh is a is a deck that made Neon Dynasty Championship. So yeah. someone piloted it, it, it to enough wins. To be able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. So um those that's my thought about Rakdos generally yeah. as far as how the tier list goes for you in alchemy currently mm-hmm. what is the number one best deck do you think um
0: Esper Control
1: Esper Control okay. I
0: think Esper Control is right up there and I think Werewolves is pretty far up there
1: yeah I'm so. gonna add another deck to this list okay Clerics Esper Clerics okay oof this deck's so good wow I maybe I just haven't played against it that much oh my gosh um, yeah, so it's the first deck on this list that we have uh, in front of us here, Yeah, um, I believe. Yeah, um, so Esper Clerics is a creature deck. So you'd be like, Maria, why don't you play this deck? This deck seems very good. And you know what? Yes, but it feels too good. So, like, wow. <laughs> n- what I mean is it. F- I feel bad playing it. That's how good it is. It's running Inquisitor Captain, of course. It's running Glass Pool Mimic, so you can copy your Inquisitor Captain. Yeah. So you've got that package going on. And then you've got the Cleric's package. So you're playing Cleric of Life's Bond that gains life and gets mm-hmm. bigger when you play Cleric's, which all these cards, of course, are. Voice of the Blessed is the number one hated card for me in this deck, um, <laughs> that when you gain life, it gets counters on it and once it has enough counters it's flying in an indestructible with vigilance yeah nothing you can do about it especially yeah. if you're playing werewolves like i am um so uh yeah this deck has i i don't know i don't even want to guess what my win rate against it is because it's so bad i'm sure yeah
0: play what are you playing werewolves yeah i think that this is a <laughs> bad matchup for other creature decks yes uh, versus a control like control, when control might be is okay such a, I think that control is probably actively quite good, right? Like all of this stuff just gets wiped,
1: except unless you can make your voice of the blessed big enough in time. But if you can't,
0: Uh, yeah, but then like it's like susceptible to targeted removal early. I just think, right? It's just it's just creatures at the end of the day. (laughs)
1: scared of this deck man I don't know about you <laughs> I'm terrified of Esper Clerics so maybe there's something in here like we're already set about Inquisitor Captain but man voice yeah. of the blessed is too good and then you play Pyre of Heroes and you're able to just sacrifice your stuff <laughs> if it's gonna die anyway and go get us something else and put it on yeah. the battlefield annoying. I think that
0: this is a, cl- a classic case of I think that Inquisitor Captain we already named yes. is a problem Yeah. Um, but outside of that I think that it is a bad matchup for other creature decks and like that's just kind of one of those things where it's like that happens right in the rock, paper, scissors of a good format. Yeah. <laughs> right. In a good format, like in a healthy <sighs> in like alchemy environment, there is stuff that it's just like, well, you're de- like, werewolves can't be great against everything because then that's a broken format. Can't it? It can't Maria. <laughs> that's bad for the format. <laughs> Right. And so, like, there needs to be something like clerics to keep it in check, while werewolves is trying to keep control in check, and control is trying to keep control in check. I'm sitting
1: here saying that this creature deck is too good. Yeah. I mean, you did it for the control deck, too. So, yeah. Yeah. But that's how I feel. Esper clerics, I don't like you. I'm sorry. (laughs) And I I know I tweeted, like, what, you know, alchemy deck should I play? And people are like, Esper clerics. And you know what? Like, you're right. But also, uh yeah. anyway esper clerics esper control werewolves are our choices for the top three current best alchemy decks out there right now yeah yeah so uh rakdos i think is a tier below that um in that mid-range flavors that we were talking about and i think that's kind of the best of the best when it comes to where alchemy is at currently by the time we get done recording this episode yeah who knows maybe there'll be nerfs and power-ups Maybe if you have an alchemy list that you think is super cool, you can tweet it at us at GLHF magic. We would love to see it. Um, and just let us know, you know what you've been playing, what you've been enjoying.
0: Maria, we are going to wrap up the last five of the little mini daily MTG features on some very cool art that's coming up in Kamigawa Neon Dynasty.
1: Yeah, we've already done a whole bunch of these features. Yeah, you can last read, week. You can read them if you want, but we've got the A-plus recaps so here. A hot
0: recap for hot ya. recap. Where are we starting? So we're starting uh, at the Shattered States era. Oh.
1: Um,
0: so these are, again, like, they're these long, gorgeous vertical arts that we think mean probably that they're on sagas again yeah. to tell the history of Kamigawa, and this is one that shows us, like, this beautiful, Sword hilt, oh my gosh. um, that is representative, like that is supposed to depict this era, um, which is where after we talked about Michiko Konda, yep, um, who helped like bring peace back to Kamigawa between the Kami and the people, killed her dad, killed, yeah, killed her dad, sad story. Um, anyways, so th- for a long time it was like normal like what you think of as like a normal emperor succession where it's bloodline, right? Yes. Where it's like kids or whatever. Um, but eventually, and there is an emperor who died without an heir. Yeah. And so obviously there was a crisis where uh, some people were like, it should be her brother. And some people were like, no, it should be her husband. Yeah. Uh, and so there were, there was a big feud about it. And, uh, finally this guy from the Yamazaki clan who is in the Konda military was like, You're like, you're doing something that's bad for all of Kamigawa by fighting like this, right? Like you're not keeping Kamigawa's best interests at heart. And that
1: was her whole deal. Exactly. You're
0: all about just like trying to get power for yourself. Sure. And that's not cool. Um, So he went ahead and just like. Said I'm emperor. No, no. He (laughs) killed the emperor's husband. Oh, well. He killed the husband and he went to also just go kill the brother. Yeah. I mean like. (laughs) It was just like, it's not going to be anybody. Um, and so he, and the, oh, he was like, this is now a democracy. Yeah. He and the, he and the brother were about to fight when Kyodai was like, no, don't you freaking dare. Like how dare all of you little scrabble, like squabbling humans. Um, yeah. so she took away the, like the hereditary aspect of the emperor. This is the Kami
1: that was friends.
0: Yes. That had like the telepathic bond with Michiko. Right. Um, okay. yes. And so still Kyodai is still there. Um and has like a telepathic bond with each emperor Okay. succession, right? And so she's like, no more of this. Um the emperor's not gonna be chosen by blood anymore. The kami are going to get together and elect rule a ruler. Oh
1: so it's a kami democracy. I see. Where they
0: pick the human ruler. <laughs> so
1: Okay. Yeah wow
0: so that's that one this moment when the you know the emperor ship was no longer (laughs) hereditary (laughs) the emperor ship the emperor ship yeah uh next up is the era of enlightenment okay which is this beautiful like wall tapestry style art
1: get out isn't it great this is gorgeous it's really really gorgeous Uh. (gasps) (laughs) so pretty um
0: so yeah this is just like a time of peace and prosperity. Oh, the that end. sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> there is this time when everything was good. Let's make a tapestry about it. Okay, that's not entirely true. Things are good. And then people started noticing more and more commie popping into the world. Yeah. And the commie were like, the commie who popped into the world were like, kind of like distressed and angry because they were distressed. And they were like, what's going on? Um, and so it turned out that there were just like, The mortal and the spirit worlds were starting to overlap. Okay. Right, which we've talked a little bit about before. Like there's more and more Kami now. So this is back when they first started to overlap. And it was like chucking all these kami into the more into the mortal world. And the Kami were like, What are we doing here? I was just on the toilet
1: and now I'm here. Exactly.
0: (laughs) I didn't ask for this. Um, and so a bunch of people got together, like three groups of mortals, which are like the the Imperial scholars and everyone, and the moon folk. Um, And then uh, the scholars and monks in the Jukai forest okay. all got together and they're like, what's going on? Did a little research into it. And then nice. they made these gates around every rift, um, which are supposed to be like a way to help the kami better like better arrive in the mortal world as these two places start to overlap. I
1: mean, if you go through a gate, you just feel better about wherever you're going to end as up. As opposed to just honestly. popping
0: through a randomly, <laughs> like a random portal that just appeared, right? If there's like a nice gate that you're going through and you're like, oh. Let me ask you,
1: you've got a dentist appointment coming up. Would you feel better about going if you went through a gate when you went there? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> would I be happy about it? No. Would I feel better about it? Yeah. Yeah, totally. yes, I
0: would. 100%. Uh, so anyways, yeah. So they made these things. They're called the merge gates. Um, and it also kind of symbolizes that time when the, they started, the two worlds started to merge okay. more.
1: All right. So era of enlightenment. Oh, wonderful. Can't wait to see that card.
0: Um, next up is teachings of the Kirin. Um, I don't, you know, I don't know as much about this one. There's going to be a lot of stuff that, you know okay there's there's things called the oro the orochi which uh-huh. are like serpent warriors and back Sweet. in original kamigawa they had two legs and forearms great which you can fight great when you have two <laughs> legs and forearms and just want to point them and you are <laughs> like out. have a serpent body yes you got a lot to work with probably pretty good um so uh right they were a long time ago they also lived in the jukai forest which is this very big forest full of kami um and then like as Uh, as the city started to grow, the forest started to get destroyed. Yep. Um, And obviously the kami were all very, very mad. And so they kicked out all living beings in the forest. Humans, but they also kicked out the Orochi, even though they were like, hey, we weren't really doing anything. Yeah. We just live here. Chill in here. And since the forest was like their homeland... They struggled to fit in in Kamigawa with all the people. And they were also cut off from, like, the source of their magical powers. Yeah. Because they used to, in the forest, when they were, like, they were able to tap in to, like, the kami um, and, like, their powers and use that to do some magical stuff. Right? Sure. Yeah. Very nice for them. <laughs> uh, so, the <laughs> The Orochi were like, help us, please. And the Kirin were like, "Um, hey, like you just need to prove to yourself that like or not prove to yourself. You need to prove to the kami that like that you're not bad, that you're not bad. And like that you are willing to like make a sacrifice for the forest because they were mad about all of these people just like eating up the forest land. Right. So, like, make a sacrifice to show that you will sacrifice things for the forest instead of just taking from it.
1: And the Kirin, um, they've been on a few cards in Magic that I remember. Yeah. You know, before, before obviously, I'm not referencing Kamigawa, but I feel like I've seen Kirin before um, yes. on cards. They're, like, you know,
0: really, like, they are a type of of Kami. Oh, okay, uh, okay. Um, they can look like kind of like horses or dragons or yeah, or that's what and I they, was thinking they can of. fly. Yeah. Flyers. Yes. And they walk on the clouds. Oh, great. Yeah. We've seen them in Tarkir. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, so anyways, uh, the, the, the Kieran were like, Hey, if you give up a set of arms and legs, and
1: <laughs> 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 you're going to have to make this pretty good. Whatever you yes. say next.
0: <laughs> if you give up a set of arms and legs, um, then like, we'll give you your powers back.
1: And the, commie, messed up, man. They, the
0: commies specifically messed up. did this because they were like, they're not going to go for it. All right. Oh, like we sure. set them up and they're not going to go for it. And the Orochi <laughs> were like, do you know what? Yeah. Let's, Take all let's of our do arms. It. Take <gasps> all of all our arms of and legs. Make us <gasps> straight w- up snakes. weird Weird worm people. Yes. Um, and so... <laughs> Anyways, they gave the, you know, the Kami were very, very chill about it. And they were like, that's wonderful. So they gave them new powers and a new form. I hope so. Um, and so it looks like, I believe that they now have their snakes with two arms. Okay.
1: At least they gave them those in the end.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so they, they tell us a little, like this art is like this beautiful vase. Yes. With flowers in it. Um, and the end of this part is, like, it's a very, like, popular story that no one knows how true it all is. They're like, maybe the Orochi are <laughs> oh, just saying sure. this to describe, to explain why they look so weird.
1: Yeah, it's like what happened to the Klingons in Star Trek. Yeah. We don't talk about So it says,
0: <laughs> the vase shows Orochi in their legless form as a celebration of their new shape and is used to hold an arrangement of flowers magically grown to evoke the Kirin. Um, arrangements like this are commonly found in many Orochi homes. I love this story. This is my favorite of all
1: the stories so far. I love that this
0: is one that doesn't tie in directly into like the bigger picture of Kamigawa. It's just like, okay, now we're going to tell you the weird fable (laughs) that the snake people tell themselves about why they have
1: two arms but they used to have four arms and two legs yeah I love it because this is like the weird stuff when you like really dig into like Grimm's fairy tales or whatever and you're like whoa 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 this is really very strange (laughs) you know that's what this reminds me of and people are like oh yeah that's just a story and then you're like well let me think about it for a second okay (laughs) a plus um all right next up is the modern age this art is wild have you seen this art oh my gosh this looks like um something you would see uh, in tron yeah it, it is it looks like a light dra- light right like yeah. a drawing made with light like if you were um battling in space and you had the outlines of the ships you were to attack yes is what this looks that's what like. it looks like <laughs> um Wow, that is unlike any magic art I've ever seen in a normal set.
0: Yeah, and this is just like a little bit about all of the ways that different, like different factions, have kind of trying, been trying to expand their access to magical power.
1: I mean, uh, um, and their access to in. the spirit
0: realm. Uh huh. Um, so the imperials, which are like the emperor and all, you know, their all their forces, posse, their posse, yes. Um, are, like, trying to control the flow of new technology um, and stability. But uh, then there's the new order of Jukai who think that, like, the unrestrained use of technology is people just like messing around with forces that they don't understand. And it's all going to end very, very badly. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and like pull apart both the spirit and the mortal world. Sure. Um, yeah. Some commie are like, this technology is bad thing. And some of them are like, Hey, this is like, we're, we're pro this, we're pro this new technology. And so some people are like, Oh, if there's new kami that are like pro these technological advances, Does that mean that like this advancement is changing the soul of Kamigawa itself? If the Kami are like the spirit realm and are meant to reflect the soul of the plane and some of them are like, this tech is a good thing. Mm. Does that mean that for the soul of Kamigawa, the tech is a good thing?
1: I mean, this is the same question magic players are asking themselves right now with this release of Neon Dynasty, honestly. yeah, You know, some people are like, I don't like the shift into new tech kind of magic world, which is sci-fi, which we've never done before. And some people are like, this is awesome yeah, so yeah. there you go. Wow. Okay. Well, that art is spectacular. yeah. Um, and then the last one is
0: Boseju wow. reaches skyward. Wow, which is this like incredible it's a mosaic like, mosaic. Um, Of Boseju, who is the great big tree. Um, And I told you a little bit earlier about how as um, the city that it was in grew and grew and grew, they started taking huge parts of the Jukai forest. Yeah. Um, And obviously all the kami were like, don't you freaking dare. Yeah. So there started to be like a really big, you know, a lot of like heated Interactions between them, some fighting, etc. Yeah, and so finally, um the Imperials came and like brokered a deal where they're like, anything that you already took from the forest, you can like, and started to develop, you can finish developing, but you cannot take anything else. Okay. And Bosaiju, who is, who is like big enough that it was already in the city, like already now bounded by the city, you can never touch that tree. Right. Like don't you dare touch that tree. Great. Um and for a long time, so can I hug they, it? they <laughs> you can hug it, yeah. Oh, okay. But you can't tear it down. Not sure. Um, so like as uh, so as the city was growing, now it grew up, obviously, because it couldn't grow out anymore because of the forest. <laughs> and so it was they were making skyscrapers, oh. and then they were all taller than Boseju, and then all of a sudden Boseju started to grow more and more and more. Oh. And then they tried to build skyscrapers <laughs> taller than it, and the tree was like, I don't think so. And so now it's way taller than the city. Every time they try and grow bigger than Boseju, Boseju is like, no,
1: no, no, I don't think so. I will be the biggest thing here. The best part is the art is like the roots are what's doing it. It's not just Making its branches taller. This is like the roots are like down. Oh, my roots are so tall. Right, and then the last,
0: um, the last art that we saw, the one that is like the gorgeous um, Tron. Yeah, Tron light drawing. You can see how much more the tree tower. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. right. Like here's the city and its skyscrapers, and here's the tree being. That tree is winning. This is my space. (laughs)
1: That tree's winning. Yeah, and there's now DJs. I cast shade on all your city. (laughs) I drink your milkshake. (laughs) This tree is drinking Kamagawa's milkshake big time. It really is. (laughs) It really is. Wow! And so that brings us up to date with everything that's happened in Kamagawa. Wow!
0: And then next week we'll start in on the story of Kamagawa Neon Dynasty. Very Um, exciting. And figure out what's happening with Kato.
1: You know what a great trip this has been. We've covered this over three, ep- three episodes of Good Luck High Five, mm-hmm. of all of this backstory into Kamigawa has been so cool. Yeah, I. We, I this has never happened for us with a magic set where we've gotten yes. to have this so much, much backstory backstory and I really like it. Yeah. Agree. The, the closest thing I can think of is Dominaria, but yeah. that was already established And mm-hmm. this. I feel like we're getting new insights into past stuff that we wouldn't have gotten otherwise.
0: Yeah. Very cool stuff. <laughs>
1: everybody, it is now time to say thank you to Ultra Pro for being another one of our incredible sponsors. Yeah,
0: we have here some of their sweet sleeves. These are so cool. Yeah, they're very, very cool. So These are
1: all werewolves. These are all alt, art, and out. alt art werewolves. They're great. Which is really, really neat because you don't get to see this art all the time. No. Um, and it even looks different than if you see it on a card because, of course, there's no border yeah. and no text box. This is Graveyard Trespasser. I love that one. Yeah. That one's so pretty. Um, who do I have here? I can't even recognize them honestly, <laughs> but like they are the alternate art of yeah, the cards. Yeah, they're great. Um, so, so if you want to celebrate some some wolves
0: in your life, yeah, <laughs> you have some. You, you know, you have some wolves. I mean, Megan around. is a wolf
1: in your life. I am. <laughs>
0: I am a wolf. (laughs) Um, Ultra Pro is also very kindly providing us with gift cards for our Good Luck High Five No Invitational, which is a tournament that we're hosting at the end of February that will be open to anybody who wants to register. Um, More on that when registration opens on February 1st. But – they're just such a wonderful sponsor that they're like yeah of course we will give gift cards for people like to give out as prizes for this tournament
1: yeah so get excited to hear more about that um we're giving out awesome prizes like the gift cards we're giving out gem codes we're giving out qualifier weekend invites yeah so it's a pretty big deal Mm -hmm. and uh we have eligible to thank for uh, giving out some of the rewards for that sweet tournament yeah everyone that's this episode of good luck high five wolf wolf huh. wolf. <laughs> wolf sleeves uh,
0: yeah. i'm i'm feeling it today are you feeling it what
1: do you mean what's it the weight
0: of the world <laughs> you're i thought tired? you're gonna, I
1: thought you were gonna be like
0: neon dynasty's coming on i'm so hyped. no i just mean i'm tired The opposite, right oh yeah it was a, i am excited yeah. about neon dynasty but i'm just like
1: Woof, man! January sucks. <laughs> January is worst month. Uh, there, okay. I wait, said it. or is February worse though? No way, Maria. I think February is the worst <laughs> month. I think it's, I think it's gonna
0: get worse for a month, and then it will get better. Oh, I hope not. Remember, it sounds like you you're saying you hope it won't get better. Oh no! <laughs> Remember, it will get better. <laughs> January and February really suck, and if you're having just like a hard freaking time,
1: <sighs> we get it. Yeah, we get it. They'll be done soon enough. Yeah. Um, I wanted to say that if if Neon Dynasty can't come soon enough for you, like I'm one of those people. Um, this Friday is the double feature draft event Ooh. on Arena, so we're gonna oh. combine. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> combine Crimson Vow and we can combine Innistrad and Midnight Hunt twink, into one. Uh, so that'll be kind of fun. Yeah, very cool. Because we played events where we, it was sealed with yeah. a combo of those and. I think it was better. Yeah. So I'm really interested to see what the draft environment will be with those two Same. mashed up, and then of course your LGS uh, will be holding events like that too. Uh, yeah. Check with them to see if they're doing that, and those will be the black and white cards. Which Very cool. I saw the foil treatment Very on one cool. of those lands. It looks so cool. Nice. You can't tell what land it is, but uh, <laughs> well, no idea what colored mana that land produces but I will say it looks like a f- piece of silver in your hand Amazing. You know so it's pretty neat yeah spoilers starting this Thursday we'll have all of that new story our spoiler card which I'm very yeah. excited preview card which I'm very excited to debut Me all too. next week woof, woof. <laughs> <laughs>